from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone. John Lee Nettie in the morning here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. We're streaming online, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thanks so much for joining me today, friends. Coming up here on this Tuesday, we've got Adam Story, Director of Marriage and Family Life for the Diocese of Des Moines. We're going to talk about humor, joy, and humility in your marriage and family and why it's important to be able to have all three of those and the connection by the way uh to those coming up at uh, 7 40 today gene wells host of straight talks going to preview her 10 o'clock show at 7 45 debbie herbeck is going to be on uh, i've read her story before but obviously never had her on the show and today's the day she's a convert from judaism to catholicism and she's the founder and leader of the be love revolution a ministry that exists to help women know the personal love of Jesus Christ to live freely and confidently and empowered to spread that love that they've experienced. So, uh, you know, I love a good conversion story. Debbie Herbeck has got a really good one. In fact, she's been featured on all the big shows, EWTN, uh, the Coming Home Network. It's just a, a really uh, interesting, interesting story along the way. Uh, Marky Medeo with your news in sports. Weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwell. We'll have your saint of the day uh, coming up in the second half hour. Also, five secrets no one tells you about marriage. Uh, we'll have that for you coming up here as well. All right, let's do it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. It's May 26th. Let's go to Mark Amadeo, News and Sports. News and Sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy Tuesday to you as we get the week uh, started off after the uh, Memorial Day holiday. And to you as well, my friend. You have a good uh, weekend? Yeah, we did. We had some uh, relatives over, did the social distancing on our uh, our deck. Thank goodness for that. And uh Watched a few storms come through. We had a little dicey last night about 6.30, just north of, about a mile north of where I live, in Johnston with that F1 tornado doing a little bit of damage to those folks. Now, so the, was there an actual tornado that touched the ground? Yeah. Yeah, it touched down. Uh, I don't know if you know where uh, Iowa Public Television Studios are. There's a park there called Terra Park on the south edge of Johnson and traveled to the northeast over behind uh, City Hall to uh, Dewey Park and uh, did some damage. It was a... Lowest level tornado, but sure. it's enough to do damage, and folks are cleaning up uh, the mess and trees. And thank goodness it wasn't uh, some major damage; just a lot of tree limbs and some some minor house damage. Yeah, we had the news on from about six to seven fifteen, and at that time I didn't hear anything. So I, yeah, I, I uh, interesting. We were watching Megan Sella. Yeah, and she was on it. It happened. As, as she said, her little development that she lives in just north of the interstate in Johnston kind of started there, and, it, and when it dipped down, it dipped down right behind uh, Iowa Public Television Studios, which is probably about a, less than a quarter of a mile from her house, but uh, uh, she avoided that. So that's interesting. Well, and, uh, We're going to have a little bit more of that today, so be mindful of that, especially this afternoon. We've already had some uh, rain move through this morning, th- showers, thunderstorms, hail, 
moving to the north. And we're going to have that again this afternoon, according to what they said. No, yeah. no watches or warnings out, but just to keep an eye on the sky for severe weather. I was going to say, it doesn't seem to be over yet, so uh, just be careful out there. Yeah, how about yourself? Did you get a chance to go outside? Did you get the lawn mowed on, on Got Friday? Got the lawn mowed. I uh, played some right. croquet at mom and dad's. Uh, mom won. My mom is an incredible croquet player. And uh, that's a, a kind of a tradition in the Leonetti household. Ordered some pizzas there and um, went to the cemetery to see grandma and grandpas and uh, cut my finger trying to slice some tomatoes. Oh, kitchen hazard, huh? Yeah. There's a reason why they had that roped off and you haven't paid attention. Oh, my goodness. Right on the knuckle, too, uh, that first knuckle. So you can't bend it at all because he, <clears throat> I've opened it up twice already. So now i got kind of like that heavy-duty uh, tape on there to, to make sure I don't bend this thing. You know, I know that basketball isn't being played, but I think Dean Bell, our, our uh, supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio's morning show, I think he'd love to hear that. Another mm. excuse from John, he's got his tape, he can't bend his finger, That's right. shots off, can't play defense, I can just hear this. Well, I shoot with my right, so I, I might be okay there, but yeah, the defensive <laughs> part, I, I definitely have an excuse there. <laughs> there you go. All right, well, today's a day that seems like Monday, even though it's Tuesday, so we're going to be catching up the rest of the week for those that are keeping track of days, John. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> All right. Right now from the uh, WHO-TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently at the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, we had, well, we had thunderstorms and lightning and hail go through uh, central Iowa earlier, about an hour ago. And right now we have some low clouds out there, 64 degrees, uh, east-northeast wind at 3 miles per hour. That humidity up to 97% this morning, so very tropical as you step outside. And we did have rainfall amounts from yesterday, south side Des Moines, uh, two and a quarter of inches of rain. Airport uh, in Des Moines had 1.2 inches, and up in Ankeny, 1.1 inch of rain. And today we're going to see a mix of clouds and some sun, and we'll see those scattered storms develop this afternoon, a high of 79 degrees, southeast winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. So be staying weather aware this afternoon as that severe storm risk uh, from Des Moines to basically Atlantic along I-80 north to Minnesota border and flooding is possible because that uh, area of heavy rain we had yesterday will be going through the same areas today. Tonight we'll see mostly cloudy skies. Again, chance of scattered showers overnight low of 63 degrees and tomorrow scattered showers and thunderstorms for your Wednesday, a high of 78 degrees. The rest of the week, Thursday and Friday, highs in the lower 70s both days, but there there's still a chance of thunderstorms on Thursday. Friday will be our first day. We'll be partly cloudy, and we'll see the sun most of the day. Well, in the news on this Tuesday morning, Iowa's unemployment rate soared to 10.2% in April, reflecting the economic costs of efforts to slow the spread of the coronavirus, state officials reported last week. Now, Iowa has one of the nation's lowest unemployment rates, but it rose to 3.3% in March and then roughly tripled in April, as I mentioned, to 10.2%, according to uh, Iowa Workforce Development. Iowa's April 2019 rate was just 2.7%. Now, the national unemployment rate for April was 14.7%, and a spokesperson for the Iowa Department of Workforce Development said the silver lining, quote, is this month's report that over 1.5 million Iowans remained in the workforce despite the pandemic. And this will do do the most to decrease the 
recovery time. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print, as was announced last week by Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds. She gave the go-ahead for uh, high school sports, baseball and softball, to resume in the state of Iowa next month. And the Iowa High School Boys Athletic Union and the Girls uh uh, Boys Athletic Association, the Girls Athletic Union, the governing bodies of Iowa High School Athletics approved the governor's decision. High schools are currently uh, working on the revised schedules, and high school softball and baseball practices can begin on June 1st. That's uh, next Monday, or this coming Monday, and the first games on Monday, June 15th. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, we have uh, thunderstorms in the area and some low clouds out there as the storms have passed through. 64 degrees right now with an east northeast wind at uh, three miles per hour and today we'll see a mix of clouds and some sun scattered sh- scattered showers and thunderstorms throughout the day some could be this severe this afternoon so keep an eye on the sky today's high 79 degrees here in central iowa with southeast winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour and this has been your iowa catholic radio news weather and sports on your tuesday morning john leonetti show and coming up jimmy olson and he has your morning traffic report i'm mark amadeo Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. We have reports of an accident on Jordan Creek Parkway at I-80. It is uh, uh, there off to the side. Not sure if it's north or southbound, so just to use some caution in that area if you are headed that way this morning. Otherwise, lots of construction and wet roadways, so take it a little slow this morning. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. It's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you. Jimmy, let's go to Adam Story, Director of Marriage and Family Life for the Diocese of Des Moines. Hello, sir. Hey, good morning, John. Did you have a good Memorial Day yesterday? Yeah, it was a it was a nice day. We were able to get outside before the rain, and uh, we live right next to a cemetery, so we were able to go visit, and it was very nice. Yeah, we we did the same. Not yesterday. We went. Uh, uh, Saturday, no, Sunday, when it was a little bit nicer out. And, uh, yeah, we were able to go see our priests, too, which was really a treat. Um, it, you know, if you don't know, of course, many priests are buried over at Glendale Cemetery and right by the huge crucifix. You just can't miss it and the, the giant altar there. And uh, it really was a neat time to go over and see some of our uh, our deceased priests and pray for them. Oh, absolutely. And it's, you know, these are... Uh, uh, they've sacrificed for for us to pass on the faith, and it's beautiful to get to go visit them and know their stories and know a little bit about them. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Now, today's the Feast of Philip Neri. Uh, St. Philip Neri is, uh, uh, well, I'll, I'll get into it in the second half hour. I've got a bunch of stuff here on him. But um, you say there's a connection here to Philip Neri and joy, humor in the, and joy and humor in the spiritual life. How so? Well, you know, Philip Neri, he's the apostle of joy, and I think that he he just reminds us of how important joy and, and a sense of humor is to the spiritual life. I mean, he so he's a 16th century saint, but he's kind of known for uh, just his antics. He was known as a prankster. He was known to do things that you know were funny but a little bit random. Uh, there's a famous story of him... Um, 
he had a had a large beard, but he went to a party and knew that he was kind of being invited to this party to be shown off a little bit, a little bit of a trophy to have because he was well respected even in his own day. So he shaved off half of his beard. He shaved off one side, maybe the yeah. left side, and left the right side uh, just to look ridiculous. And you know, he's through all this. He's a reminder of Chesterton. Chesterton talks about. He says the angels can fly because they take themselves lightly. And uh, this was a man who took himself very lightly, uh, and he he appreciated a good joke, and that's why we call him the Apostle of Joy. Uh, and I think that it's important to look at him and to remember that, uh, you know, there ought to be levity in life. There ought to be joy in life. Uh, and that's a part of a healthy spiritual life, too. Yeah, and sometimes it comes through uh, with, with a little dose of humility as well in the family. Oh, absolutely. You know, he didn't... Philip Neary didn't take himself overly seriously, and part of his humility came from living in community with brother priests, yeah. that, you know, if you live in community, you're going to be humbled from time to time. And, and that's where it connects to the family, I think, is that community, you know, sometimes it can be frustrating, sometimes it can be maddening, you don't always get your own way, uh, but it can also be a path to holiness, it can be a path to growth, and that humility of not taking ourselves too seriously, that yeah. happens in community, whatever the community is. I think you're exactly right, Adam. You know, and, and as you said, you've got little kids or uh, maybe grown adult kids or uh, you've been married for 30 years, you've been married for a year. There's always um, ways in which... <laughs> You're still being humbled, but you you find the joy and and certainly the humor through it. And I listen. I you know Mother Teresa said joy is the net used to attract souls. I, I don't know if there's a better way to evangelize, or at least one of the the few pillars out there than that of joy. Absolutely, and you know Philip Nury, he was so joyful, so filled with that joy that uh, when he died, his his chest had been swollen because his heart and the flame of the Holy Spirit had pushed out two ribs. So. Wow, uh, you know he lived in such a joyful way that it it physically manifested itself and in, in an expansion of his heart and you know Lord give us all the grace to be that joyful. He's there in Rome. Um, you can uh, pray before his remains. A little guy. I didn't know how tall he is. I think so he was he, pretty short. Yeah, okay. he looked pretty short at least in in uh, what what they kind of had him. Uh, dressed and everything, but, uh, you know, obviously mostly bones. So I love being Catholic. Uh, Adam Story, Director <laughs> of Marriage and Family Life for the Diocese of Des Moines. Anything uh, coming up? Anything you'd like to announce during these times? Oh, man. Well, you know, we we still have our marriage and family programming going. A lot of it's online. It's on Zoom. And, you know, I look forward to the day it can be in person again. But, uh, yeah, we're plugging away. I can't wait to get our marriage uh, groups back together again, family groups. Amen. Man. Yeah. Adam Story, talk to you soon, brother. Hey, thanks, John. All right, friends, coming up in the second half hour, Debbie Herbeck is going to be on the show. Herbeck, excuse me. Um, she is a convert from Judaism to Catholicism, founder and leader of the Be Love Revolution. Um, she has been featured, uh, of course, in, in books, but also uh, on the Coming Home Network because of her powerful conversion story. And as you know, I love conversion stories. We'll have Debbie coming up at about 745. When we come back, five secrets no one tells you about marriage. Don't go anywhere. John Leonetti in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. It's a Tuesday. And a big thank you to, let's see who's up first, I think. Seeing it be Tuesday, it is Blessman International for underwriting the show and all they do to support us here 
at Iowa Catholic Radio. They operate and manage vegetable farms, chicken farms, fish farming initiatives, providing sustainable sources of food for their friends in Limpopo, South Africa. Beginning in 2001 and continuing today, BlessmanInternational.org. Thank you for underwriting this show and all you do for us again here at Iowa Catholic Radio. That's BlessmanInternational.org programming of Catholic Women Now, partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at BlessmanInternational.org. That's BlessmanInternational.org. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools. And 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. This is Gloria Purvis, host of Morning Glory. Gosh, I wish they had Catholic radio when I was growing up. It would have been a source for me to learn more about the faith. When you pledge your support, you make it possible for this station to carry programs like Morning Glory every morning. No matter the amount, your gift works to make a difference for you, for others, and for the future of Catholic radio. Prayerfully consider making a gift right now. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Thanks to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. Catholic family with a wide range of high-quality hardscape services, including paver patios, sidewalks, retaining walls, premium boulder walls, window wells, and more. They're passionate about their work and service, honesty and integrity, you can count on fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Thank you for your service as well. It's a veteran family. 493-1060, fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Hannah Brokaw of Catholic News Agency is reporting that Pope Francis will pray the rosary in the Vatican Gardens Lord's Grotto on Saturday. So this coming Saturday, May 30th, as Catholic shrines from around the world plan to join via video streaming. We're invited to do the same. I know my family will be taking part in this, friends. The intention of the worldwide rosary is for the Blessed Virgin Mary's help and solace during the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, Hannah says that according to a letter sent to shrine rectors by Archbishop 
Quirino Fischella, president of the Pontifical Council for the Promotion of the New Evangelization. <sighs> you got to take a breath after you uh, talk about some of these Vatican um, titles. Talk through them. The live stream prayer will take place at 5.30 p.m. Rome time on May 30th, and they're seven hours ahead of us. Catholic shrines have been asked to participate by holding their own recitation of the rosary in accordance with the local health measures at the same time as the Rome event and to promote the initiative. They've also asked, if possible, to provide satellite or streaming connections with the Vatican's televised uh, television center so the video footage of the rosary at the different shrines can be shared during Pope Francis's live stream. So uh, I will give you more information on this as we approach Saturday. Of course, again, this is the month of Mary. May is, and we honor Our Lady during this time, and we've been trying to do that on this show. Every show, at least some kind of mention of Our Lady to give her her honor. She is the mother of God, and uh, this is going to be an important, I think, thing for many families and organizations around the world to be able to join in. There'll be live stream there from the Vatican, so you'll be able to uh, hopefully make that happen with your family. I love those things, you know, and, and you know, ha- having that uh, blessing from the Holy Father, um, I don't know how many weeks ago it was now, but I remember that was just beautiful. You know, brought, brought some tears to my eyes. I had my, my kids there in the family room as well, uh, watching that, you know, as, as the Holy Father blesses the world. It really was incredible. I uh, saw a real, just kind of a short piece from Family Share, and uh, Church Pop put this out there, but it was five things nobody told you about marriage. And I thought, you know, as I read these short things, that's about right. Wanted to read them for you on the show today. Uh, we'll just start with number one. It's not your spouse's job to give you happily ever after. You build a happy ending together and love and effort with love and effort. Yeah, I, you know, I when oftentimes when I'll go around to these, uh, uh, when you go around to the, you know the supermarkets or whatever it is, and you see on the on the front of the the magazines, well, he wasn't meeting my needs. She wasn't making me happy. You know, uh, here, it's not your spouse's job to give you happily ever after that, that you build that together. They're at the service of, of you, of course, but you're also serving them. And this really kind of ties into what St. Paul talks about, right? Ephesians 5, you really want a good marriage course. Uh, you want a good marriage class. Just open your Bible to Ephesians 5 and talk about it with your spouse for about an hour. I mean, there's the blueprint, And it's interesting that St. Paul, this is where he kind of first goes when he goes out to evangelize. Where does he go? But he goes to families. This is in another reason why so many, why the church is so, uh, I'll just say it, obsessed with the family and holiness in the family, as they should be. The family is kind of the epicenter of holiness. Because it's in marriage in the family that, that we kind of show who God is to the world and and really how he is to the world. God is the first family of love, as the Catechism of the Catholic Church says. The Father pours himself out to the Son. The Son reciprocates in pouring himself back out to the Father. And the love between them is so strong that it's another person, the Holy Spirit. So it's that first family of love. And we kind of mirror that through our self-gift of one another in our marriages, and albeit in our families. And so that's done together. That's not done kind of isolated, or that's not just his job or her job. 
And again, you want that good, uh, I, I don't want to say course, I guess that was the wrong word, but uh, blueprint to a happy and a holy marriage. You just open that up to Ephesians 5. And really do, study it with your spouse if you can. Say, hey, honey, I, I want to I do a little uh, reading with you. And you'll kind of see exactly what, how, how St. Paul pours this out. And, and, you know, ultimately, of course, we're, we're, he's laying out what true love really is. Um, there's a, a priest uh, by the name of Father Stan Fortuna. I haven't said his name in a long time. Maybe some of you remember or have known Father Stan. And Father Stan's a, a, a musician, a really good musician too. And I, I got to know him, not personally, but I got to know him growing up when I would go to the Steubenville conferences. And the Steubenville conferences really had kind of a, a boy, they have a, a deep a place in my heart because they, they were really in a lot of ways responsible. A lot of the speakers there responsible for kind of what I get to do now and going out and speak. I really kind of fell in love with that style or form of evangelizing in those. And I think I went to seven of them actually. Uh, but Father Stan would always say that the acronym for family is forget about me. I love you. And that always stuck with me. Forget about me. I love you. F-A-M-I-L-Y. You want to make a marriage and a family work. Go home and write that on your whiteboard. Write that on a big piece of paper and plaster it to every mirror you have in the house or in the bathrooms. Put a little reminder of it in the family room. Is that going to be your, your marriage and family mantra? Forget about me, I love you. Yeah, it's sacrifice. Number two, marriage is rewarding, but it's also difficult. And, and you know, in a lot of ways, it's, it's rewarding because it's difficult. You know, marriage isn't easy, nor should it be. Anything that's worth it in life isn't easy. It takes a lot of work. You know, I, I, um, I have a friend who, when he would walk in, or when, when he would uh, assist his priest in... Um, in marriage counseling and marriage help and uh, marriage preparation, especially. And uh, that was kind of his job at the parish. And uh, his priest would always have kind of a little funny line that whenever he was preparing couples for marriage, that they would walk in and he would look to the the woman and he'd say, uh, we'll say, uh, Sally, Sally, here's your uh, cross, Mark. Mark, here's your cross, Sally. Introduce yourselves. Because if you're getting into this, you, you're going to carry each other to heaven. You know, that's the cross. You carry your cross. You carry each other to heaven. And, and you do so, of course, in love. But love requires and demands, kind of feeding into the first one here, sacrifice. And that's where the joy, that's where the joy comes from. Number three, your happiness is also your responsibility. It doesn't depend solely on your spouse, as we were talking about before. Number four, children are the most rewarding thing. Nobody can really explain the joy a child brings. I never in a million years could have imagined it. And I'm sure if you're listening right now and you have kids or even grandkids, uh, you, you probably know. It is. It's one of the most rewarding things on the face of the earth, but it's also uh, difficult as well. And no one pretends it's easy. And finally, a little short on time, your spouse will change. They're supposed to. They will grow and mature. It's part of the circle of life. Yes, indeed. We should be constantly seeking to grow. Marriages that maybe have become stale, a little bit stagnant, you get back into it. 
A lot of resources, a lot of programs out there to be able to help you. you know, Adam's story was talking about one. Go to familyshare.com for more information on some ways to be able to do just that. Familyshare.com. All right, second half hour, Jean Wells, host of Straight Talk. She's going to preview her 10 o'clock show. And the conversion story of Debbie Herbeck is going to be on. Uh, looking forward to interviewing her. I've read her story. I've seen it featured on the Coming Home Network, but I have never interviewed her and uh, she has got just a powerful story from Judaism to Catholicism. Debbie Herbeck coming up right uh, at 745. I'll try to leave a little bit of extra time for her as well. Don't go anywhere. John Linetti in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Indeed, it is a Tuesday. Thank you to Dean Bell, Bell Construction, for underwriting the show. A man of integrity and faith. Met him on the basketball court years ago and remained remained friends ever since. Uh, One day, he said he wanted to support us here at Iowa Catholic Radio. Over time, he did indeed become a supporter and a listener. Residential re-roofs for over 30 years. 963-4494. Residential re-roofs. 963-4494. Father Andrew with today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus raised his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Give glory to your Son, so that your Son may glorify you, just as you gave him authority over all people, so that your Son may give eternal life to all you gave him. Now this is eternal life, that they should know you, the only true God, and the one whom you sent, Jesus Christ. I glorified you on earth by accomplishing the work that you gave me to do. Now glorify me, Father, with you, with the glory that I had with you before the world began. I revealed your name to those whom you gave me out of the world. They belonged to you, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything you gave me is from you, because the words you gave to me I have given to them, and they accepted them and truly understood that I came from you, and they have believed that you sent me. I pray for them. I do not pray for the world, but for the ones you have given me, because they are yours, and everything of mine is yours, and everything of yours is mine, and I have been glorified in them. And now I will no longer be in the world, but they are in the world, while I am coming to you. The Gospel of the Lord As the Passion approaches, Jesus utters this beautiful prayer for us, and acknowledges that his glory is incomplete until the resurrection. Because the Father gave Jesus everything, and Jesus in turn gives us his entire self, we stand to inherit everything the Father gave Jesus. So, by virtue of our baptism and living out our anointing as priest, prophet, and king, we may well reside in the kingdom of heaven with them and the Holy Spirit. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePhD.com. Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. 
Thank you to Bozen the Florist for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio, Dowling Catholic Football, and Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. What better way to send a message to a friend or a loved one than a beautiful bouquet of fresh-cut flowers? Hey, this is Tom Bozen from Bozen the Florist. Our family business has been helping Central Iowans send messages locally and around the world for almost 100 years. Whatever the occasion, whatever the message, we can help you say more with Bozen. That's 244-ROSE, 244-7673, or visit us at bozen.com. Debbie Herbeck coming up about 745 today. Convert, powerful conversion story from Judaism to Catholicism. We'll have her on coming up uh, very soon. And Jean Wells hosts a straight talk. Going to preview her 10 o'clock show. I'm going to try to leave uh, lots of time for Debbie because uh, her story is just one for the ages. It really is an interesting one. I've been able to see her and listen to her. as She's been featured on the Coming Home Network. Uh, read some of her stuff as well. So uh, it'll be good. St. Philip Neri, your saint of the day, we were talking about in the first half hour. Uh, a big name. A lot of people don't know a lot about him. They know the name, but they don't know a lot about him, which I think could tell us something about Philip Neri, and that is that uh, he, he made quite the impression. We'll talk about why. Uh, all right, let's do it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God with our morning offering. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, good sir. Well, good morning once again, John. Happy Tuesday to you after the Memorial Day three-day weekend is over. And to you as well, yes. Went out to the uh, went out to the cemetery, was able to see kind of three facets. One, we went to see our family, and my uh, grandfathers, both grandfathers, uh, were veterans, so we were able to kind of pay our respects there and place some um, tiny uh, kind of American flags there. And uh, then we were able to go see the, the large area where uh, many of our veterans who served are buried and kind of talk to my kids about that. And then went to this, the priests uh, and uh, really kind of spent a little bit of time there, not, not too long, about five minutes, praying for them by name and uh, the bishops there as well. So it was really, really a, a full day, but a good teaching time for my kids. Absolutely. I'm guessing this was at Glendale Cemetery, not, uh, not Woodland Cemetery downtown. Glendale Cemetery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where my family's buried. My dad's uh, side of the family's buried there. And uh, absolutely, it's always... Uh, you know, seeing everything decorated. My my grandmother used to call it Decoration Day back yeah. in the day, and uh, always uh, got the cemeteries decorated. And I always remember that when you walk through and, and pass through those uh, cemeteries. My grandfather and grandmother are on a big hill, and uh, when we buried my grandfather 15 years ago, I remember walking up that hill. He was the second person on that hill, and now the entire thing is filled. It was really, really incredible to see. Yeah, I bet it was, and my, how these cemeteries have uh, have grown, and of course, that's, that's going to continue to happen. I, I'm mm-hmm. just impressed, John, that you just came out with a, a little bit of a, a nick on your uh, on your knuckle after the kitchen accident, so I hope yeah, that uh, came how later. many stitches were needed. Uh, no stitches. I thought I might need some, though, because, you know, it, it's just an awkward <laughs> cut. Uh, but, yeah, slicing some tomatoes for my tomato mozzarella salad, and uh, wife had to take over after that one. That wasn't fun. I can imagine. Is that when the uh, 911 operator was on the phone and uh, we, we had the ambulance go through? I heard an ambulance about that time in Urbandale, so I didn't, didn't know. Well, it's right in the spot that it doesn't stop bleeding. So, I mean, I think I had pressure on this thing for hours. I mean, it's just 
the most awkward cut, but uh, no stitches were needed. I got some of that uh, liquid liquid uh, bandage or Band-Aid or something, so I got some of that on there. So okay. we'll see. Uh, sometimes people call that super glue. I know that's uh, yeah. it's not very you know very healthy, but <laughs> I didn't do the super what, whatever, glue. No. Whatever, whatever, whatever works, John. That's stuff you paint yeah, on there. Yeah, well, hopefully today we won't see, I know, moving over to the weather, we won't see the severe weather we had yesterday with Johnson getting that mm. uh, tornado that went through, and it was kind of, you know, un- unprecedented, and no warnings or watches out, and I heard the sirens go out. matter of fact, I was out on our deck, and it was just pouring, and of course, it's beautiful to, to listen to the rain, it was just heavy rain, and sit down, and all of a sudden the sirens go on, and that's when everything started to go south, just north of us here in Urbandale. So yeah, we were an interesting right. day. We're going to have more of the same today, possibly. So be my eye in the sky this afternoon, folks. Yeah, we were right in the middle of dinner, and that happened. And uh, my kids, they, they let's just say they weren't a fan of hearing the tornado siren. So you got to calm yeah. them down at the yeah. same time, you know, send them to the basement, make sure things turn on the news, keep yeah. a good eye. I did the, did the same thing, tried to... Uh, my daughter gets a little uh, concerned about that. And so maybe it's just a high wind warning. Of course, yeah. the winds weren't very bad at the time. Right. I just tried to... Make something up. So, well, they, they put that on when there's high winds. And yeah. There wasn't much. I remember time, being so. scared like that, too, as a kid. My dad, i never forget one day, you know, firefighter in him. He went up top to the roof. It wasn't even raining, and uh, tornado signs went on, and he, he went up to the roof and said, I want to get a good glance. Said, what are you, are you nuts? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And, of course, your dad is from Urbandale, so that says a lot right there. Yeah. Uh, you know, Urbandale firemen, yeah. That's that a, lot a lot of years right ago, there. but that, those things you don't forget. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. All right, well, let's get right to it, uh, folks. Today is Tuesday after the Memorial Day holiday, and right now from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have cloudy skies. We had thunderstorms move through the area earlier this morning with a little bit of hail. 64 degrees right now with an east-southeast-northeast winds, rather, at 3 miles per hour. And then today we'll see a mix of clouds and some sun. We'll see scattered showers later on this afternoon, and some could be severe, so keep an eye on the sky. Today's high 79 degrees here in central Iowa with southeast winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy, scattered storms possible, overnight low of 63 degrees, and tomorrow, more of the same, scattered showers and thunderstorms for your Wednesday, high of 78 degrees, Thursday and Friday, highs in the lower 70s both days, still a chance of rain on Thursday, but Friday looks to be our pick day of the week, uh, partly cloudy and dry on Friday. Well, in the news on this uh, Tuesday morning, Iowa's unemployment rate soared to 10.2% in April, reflecting the economic costs of efforts to slow the spread of the coronavirus, state officials reported last week. Iowa has one of the nation's lowest unemployment rates, but it rose to 3.3% in March, then roughly tripled in April to 10.2%, as I said earlier, according to Iowa Workforce Development. Now, Iowa's 2019 uh, unemployment rate was just 2.7%. Now, nationally, the unemployment rate for April was 14.7%, and a spokesperson for Iowa Workforce Development says, quote, the silver lining in this month's report is that over 1.5 million Iowans remained in the workforce despite the pandemic, and this will do the most to decrease the recovery time, unquote. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And last week, high school sports are set to resume in the state of Iowa, as it was announced by Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds at her daily coronavirus news conference. The Iowa High School Boys Athletic Association and Girls Athletic Union, the governing bodies of Iowa High School Athletics, approved the governor's decision by a unanimous vote. Now, Iowa high school baseball and softball teams can begin practicing this Monday
Monday, June 1st, with the first games being played two weeks later on Monday, June 15th. High schools are currently working on revising their baseball and softball schedule for a shortened season, and those schedules should be uh, completed very soon. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have uh, cloudy skies. We had thunder and thunderstorms and uh, hail move through central Iowa earlier this morning. Right now, 64 degrees with an east-northeast wind at 3 miles per hour and very humid out, 97% humidity. And today we will see a mix of clouds and some with uh, scattered storms later on. Some could be this severe this afternoon. Today's high is 79 degrees with southeast winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Tuesday morning John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Still working that accident, Jordan Creek Parkway and I-80, so use caution there. Lots of construction to be on the lookout for. Again, wet streets, so just take it a little easy as you are out and about this morning. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. The church talks a lot about the universal call to holiness. Today, Saint understood that call over six centuries ago. St. Philip Neri today was a pious man in Italy shortly after the Renaissance. He studied for three years on a path to becoming a priest, but he discerned out of the vocation. Instead, Philip became a beacon as a layperson engaged in prayer and the apostolate. Philip was an engaging guy, a joyful guy, a funny guy, and soon had friends at all levels of society. His personality was magnetic. He created an informal prayer and discussion group to help build the faith of his fellow laypersons, but the idea soon exploded into a formal oratory. At the urging of his confessor, Philip was eventually ordained. This let Philip serve as a confessor for many others, and he found a way to disarm hostilities and to cut through pretense. Philip was one of the most prominent figures during the Counter-Reformation, in part because he lived the Catholic life so completely, persuasively, and joyfully while being a layman, and then, of course, a priest. We ask today St. Philip Neri to pray for us. Amen. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, thank you for underwriting our Saint of the Day, a family man that knows how important wills and estate planning is, been in practice for over 30 years, 224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Gene Wells. Hello there, Gene. Hey, good morning, John. Good morning to you. What do we got coming up on your show? Uh, well, this is part two of the new new evangelization. Last week, I spoke with a couple of lay folks, uh, John Wynn and Justin White, who also work at the diocese. But today, I have three of our priests. I have Father Chinna from St. Boniface in Waukee, Father Trevor Shequin from um, St. John or uh, St. Peter and Paul in Atlantic, and then. Um, Oh, who is my third priest? Oh, my goodness. 
I, I'd say it's Monday, but you don't get that excuse today. It's Tuesday. Uh, oh, Father Mark Neal. Oh, Father Mark go. Neal from Holy Trinity. Oh, my goodness. Um, so all of them are doing different things to reach out to their congregation, um, using technology, using different strategies. And so we're going to talk about, you know, what does that look like? And what are you going to continue to do once we get back to whatever normal may be? Yeah. Um, how how is this how does this feel different and how has this impacted you in your own journey? You know, where you may be challenged now to use your own gifts, your own charisms in a in a way that's different than you never expected. So I'm really looking forward to this conversation because I think the end result, John, is that we also have to use our gifts in a way that we've never been challenged to use before. I think it'll so. be a good show. Hmm. 10 o'clock in the morning, yeah. 10 o'clock in the evening, Straight Talk with Gene Wells are all podcasted at iowacatholicradio.com as well, so check them out and make sure to listen in today. Talk to you soon, Gene. Have a great week. God bless. All right, uh, coming up, we have, well, I, I'm excited. Debbie Herbeck is on. I don't want to get too crazy into this because her story will speak for itself but she is a convert from judaism to catholicism and uh, uh, just a powerful story we're going to feature her right after this don't go anywhere john lee night in the morning right here on this tuesday Thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Quality and not just the customer service. We're talking about the commitment to the quality of workmanship and to the materials and equipment used. Just next to none. Originally founded in 1999, 20 years in business. GoldenRulePHC.com. That's GoldenRulePHC.com. Your diocesan minute is right now. Here's your news from the Diocese of Des Moines this Tuesday, May 26th. I'm Anne Marie Cox. Be wary of emails that don't look quite right. Last week, someone impersonating the bishop sent out a phishing email that was part of a scam. It happened to other clergy, too. He will not ask you to run errands, nor will he ask for gift cards. If an email looks suspicious, don't click on any links or open any attachments. Check the sender's return email address. Bishop does not send email to the faithful using Gmail. The Diocese COVID-19 Relief Fund is distributing support to those in need. If you know of someone who needs financial assistance during the pandemic, have him or her contact Holly at Catholic Charities. That's your news from the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Anne-Marie Cox. You can enjoy positive and inspiring music to help you through your day on the Iowa Catholic Radio app and iowacatholicradio.com. He's not dead, he's surely alive. He's living on the inside, Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Be Not Afraid is provided by Dream Dirt Farm Real Estate and Auction. Dream Dirt's online equipment auction, Farm Bid, is an online auction house for farm machinery. We take your equipment photos and information and create listings for our customers to make it as easy as possible to get started selling machinery online. And each item is advertised individually to get the most exposure. Bidding happens 24-7 at bid.dreamdirt.com. Dream Dirt Farm and Equipment Auction Services. Farm auctions done right. 
We believe in God the Father. We believe in Jesus Christ. We believe in the Holy Spirit. Oh, we're having a little bit of trouble getting Debbie, so we'll see if we can get her on here. In the meantime, a nice little segue, backup story here is what Pope Francis did yesterday uh, on Monday as he remembered the Ut Unum Sint of Pope John Paul II, yes, the encyclical on ecumenism on the 25th anniversary of its publication. By the way, if we can't get Debbie, we'll, uh, we'll try to reschedule it for another, another time. I was looking forward to that, so we'll see what we can do. Ut Unum Sint uh, confirmed irrevocably the ecumenical commitment to the Catholic faith, Pope Francis saying yesterday in a letter to Cardinal Kurt Koch, uh, president of the Pontifical Council for Promoting Christian Unity, Francis said St. John Paul II desired that the Church, on her journey towards the third millennium, should be ever mindful of the heartfelt prayer of her teacher and Lord, that all may be one. I mean, this is what ecumenism works for and works towards, is to be one. Of course, that was our Lord's prayer. Ut Unum Sint was published on the Solemnity of the Ascension of the Lord, May 25th, 1995, placing it under the sign of the Holy Spirit, the creator of the unity and diversity, Pope Francis noted. In that same liturgical and spiritual context, we now commemorate it and promote it once more to the people of God. Uh, all right, I think we've got Debbie on here. We'll uh, try to shorten this up a little bit. Debbie Herbeck, convert from Judaism to Catholicism. Hi, Debbie. Hello, good morning. Thanks for coming on the show. Um, your conversion story, it's pretty powerful, Debbie. I mean, I've, I've seen it featured. Uh, I watched uh, you on the Coming Home Network. Um, that was some years ago. Uh, mm-hmm. It's good to have you here. This journey for you, though, started in high school, really kind of after a tragedy. Yes, Um it began really, you know, asking some huge questions about life after um, my older brother, who was a freshman in college, was killed very violently and very suddenly in a car accident. And I realized, even though I'd been raised a Jew with, you know, faith formation, I didn't really have an understanding of eternity or kind of all the big questions. What happens when we die? Why do bad things happen to good people? And so it really kind of sent me into a bit of a tailspin. So what did you do? I mean, did you uh, did you get, you said bitter, um, did you just kind of leave the faith altogether, or did you just start questioning? Uh, how did that kind of play out? Well, I think I was, you know, I, I was raised as a, in a very, in a strong Jewish um, home, very strong cultural identity, but I don't know, I think, grow, I also grew up in a, you know, a secular home, as many Jews do, and I don't know if God in terms of friendship with God or God in a personal way was very relevant in my life. And so I think the tragedy for me just revealed what, what wasn't there. And so I began to, you know, um, ask a lot of questions um, that I didn't get satisfactory answers from. And so I did what I think a lot of teenagers do is I just began to kind of bury my grief and my questions in, you know, a, a more self-destructive lifestyle, you know, partying and drinking um, all the while having my sights set on um, just getting out of the house and going to a good university and really be trying to start my life over. And it was then in college that you met two people that uh, really, I guess, changed your life. I mean, they were friends that were renewed in their Catholic faith, and I guess that was kind of uh, contagious. Yeah, my first roommate was a, a strong Catholic who had just been renewed in her own faith, and that was the first time I actually ever met a Christian and didn't really know anything about Christianity or who Jesus was, and that was 
intentionally so, growing up in a strong Jewish home, had been very sheltered from that, and um, and then met another friend on the floor in my dormitory who also was very strong in her faith, and I think through the witness of their lives, and I began to ask um, those questions again, but this time I began to get some real answers, um, I think mostly through searching the scriptures and some really divine intervention in my life, God kind of um, showing me some things that I couldn't have seen just on my own. So it moves from not just head knowledge, but really heart knowledge as well. I was going to say, I mean, there's you study the teachings and all of that. That's that's certainly one side of it, and we should know, uh, you know, kind of apologetics as it's termed. But, you know, you say that the Lord Jesus really revealed himself to you in a deeply personal way. How so? Mm-hmm. Well, I think what, what began happening was... Um, I began through a series of incidents where, you know, you have those moments where you just, it was like I was sniffing something that was there, like God was, something was there, but beyond my ability to grasp it. I didn't know who God was, um, and I was praying and hoping that there was more to this life than just you live and you die. Sometimes you die violently. And so um, I began to really seek, and I began to pray earnestly, and I began to say to God, God, if you're real, and if Jesus is the Messiah, show me and give me the faith to believe. I began to take his words literally when he says, ask and you shall receive, knock and the door will be open to you. And so I did that consistently every night in the form of a prayer and reading the Gospels um, every night before I went to bed uh, for nine months. And at the end of that nine months, God revealed himself very powerfully to me. Um, in a dream where Jesus really um, came to me in a dream and said, who do you say that I am? And then um, probably a few weeks later after that, just a real revelation of Christ in my dorm room when I was praying that prayer where I just really knew beyond a doubt that Jesus was the Messiah and he had offered his life for me and was calling me into relationship with him. Did you tell anyone about this? Yeah, I I told my friend, the one who, my friend Sarah, who had kind of, had a huge role in um, evangelizing me and befriending me. And, um, you know, we, we were kind of talking through things step by step. Um, I was also, you know, somewhat guarded because I wanted it, one, to be, I didn't want it to just be like a, a hobby or something I was trying out, um, <laughs> which is pretty common of college students. So let me try this or let me try that. I knew that if I encountered Christ, if this was true, that this would change my whole life. Hmm. Um, It would change my decisions, it would change my future, it would change my family relationships, and the reason I knew it is because Jesus said it, you know, and it it both thrilled me because I knew there was a great adventure ahead, but it scared me as well because I knew that, you know, there was a real, um, I was really going to be called to pick up my cross and to really, um, in many ways, have to let go of my family. I got about 90 seconds left, but you say mm-hmm. that you've embraced Catholicism as the fulfillment of your Jewish heritage. How so? Well, I think as I began to go to Mass, you know, later in my, after my conversion, and I began to see all the things in the Mass, in the liturgy, and I began to see those as coming from Judaism. Um, you know, the reverencing of the Word, the liturgical seasons, all of that, and I felt like Catholicism, the Eucharist, you know, the Passover, all that. It's like connecting this huge, all the dots together, putting together this big puzzle, and I began to see Catholicism as really um, the fulfillment of my life as a Jew. 
It's incredible. Uh, I want to thank you for coming on. Really got a powerful story. Um, Can you point to anything? Where where can we send people? Um, If you go to renewalministries.net, there is actually, um, you know, my story is on there as well. And there's probably, and then other places, um, they can find me there as well and reach out to me if they'd like to hear more. Awesome. Renewalministries.net. Debbie Herbeck. Thank you, Debbie, for coming on the show. Thank you. God bless you. All right. God bless you too as well. I love a good conversion story, folks. That's a powerful one. And she goes uh, deep into it in in a lot of those other videos. So it's uh, good stuff. Thanks for joining me today, friends, here on this Tuesday. We'll be back at it tomorrow on Wednesday. In the meantime, Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing? Heavenly Father, protector of all who hope in you, bless your people. Keep them safe. Defend them. Prepare them. That free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. I am John Lee friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. We never will run dry. So living water flowing through. God, we thirst for more of you. Fill our Flood our souls with one desire Just to know you and to make you known We lift your name on high Shine like the sun, make darkness run and hide We know we were made for so much more Father's heart Into the world we're reaching out To show them who you are So living water flowing through God we thirst for more of you Fill our hearts and flood our souls With one desire John Leonetti in the morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.